I'm Neil Wilkins, and welcome to The Mindful Living Show. So welcome to this uh, little um, musing, I guess you could call it. Uh, very, very pleased to, uh, to see everyone here this afternoon. Um, calling this session uh, Living with Diversity. And this is a little bit of a reflection really on the topic of diversity and how potentially it can impact on everyone really. Uh, even if you don't really categorize yourself as being somebody who's a little different or out of the norm. And I want to just really reflect on what we mean by norm and normality as we go through uh, this little session. I thought I'd come out into the park, nice public space, and just really enjoy some of the early spring sunshine here rather than being uh, in the studio. And um, just that I'd uh, extend forth out into the big wide world. Uh, it's these strange times that we live in. And we're just coming out of uh, significant lockdown here in the UK. And uh, for those of you uh, watching or listening in other parts of the world, this is uh, literally the first week that um, we've been released back out into the wild, so to speak. And so uh, quite exciting for, for some of us, um, and especially us introverted types. And uh, I would certainly put myself in that category. Um, I'm often challenged with that. And this is an interesting one, actually. I'm challenged with being an introvert who stands on stage, very happy talking in front of literally thousands of people. And challenged often with the, well, you can't be an introvert because you're very happy being in public uh, you're very happy talking you don't seem to be worried about you know people looking at you so surely you can't be an introvert well of course introversion and extroversion um, are very different perspectives and this is something I want to reflect on as I go through this talk uh, this afternoon um, is the concept of difference really and for me um, there is a very interesting dynamic that goes on between introverts and extroverts, uh, viewing a different kind of lifestyle and way of living, lots of different preferences, lots of different sort of little nuances about how we perceive the world and how we interact with the world. What is acceptable, what's less acceptable, what's enjoyable, what's more of a challenge. And for a lot of us, I guess, um, trying to sort of come to terms and be um, empathic with others who have a different perspective. And of course, this is the whole point about diversity and so I just want to reflect a little on that uh, this afternoon. The motivation I guess for this particular uh, musing um, is an interview that I did for my podcast last week with um, a uh, Connor Banks and Connor is a marketer uh, so he's in, in essence this industry that I've enjoyed for the last 30 years and Connor uh, takes a very different perspective uh, he's not your traditional if you could call it that marketer Connor's view and perspective comes from being a gay man and a drag queen in a marketplace that is I guess exploring and tussling and playing with the whole concept of um, diversity in terms of how we as organizations, how we as businesses and how we as human beings broach the subject of talking and integrating and communicating with people who are different potentially to us. Now as marketers, we've been doing this for decades, centuries even, as we go around and sort of take the concept of um, stereotyping. And I always like to uh, think 
word uh, stereotype when I'm doing my marketing because one of the big things, one of the key things about um, stereotyping is that we're not doing it to generalize, we're doing it to um, provide a personalization, if you like, of service. And that's really the perspective that we come from. And for me as a marketer, it's a very important concept because what we're trying to do here is to give relevance and to give something that is very applicable and meaningful and of high value to the other person. So if I'm marketing to somebody, I don't want a generic flavor that I'm putting out into the world. I want to uh, make it very specific and very measured and very calculated in a really good way for you. So that's kind of how I would approach it. So I want to kind of find out what your needs are. And then I want to um, almost retune and repurpose the offer that I have so that it's appropriate and applicable to you so that you get best value from it. Now, of course, you could say, well, that is stereotyping, that is generalizing, and it's kind of putting the customer, if you like, into a box. And surely that can't be the right way of doing it. Um, and I talked to Connor about this, and this is something which um, he has found in a sort of ever-growing um, extent has been something that he's thinking about a lot as a drag queen, somebody who is, I guess you could say, bucking the trends, um, sort of coming out from what is a sort of a normal, if you like, um, in terms of the way the everyday public might view something, and actually being very sort of out there and very... Um, assertive in terms of a, a personal profile and the way that he kind of feels about himself and um, the community that he resides in and it's a very brave from my perspective it's a very brave stance I think most people try to um, absorb themselves into communities and into cultures and into environments where they feel comfortable they like to be seen as part of a, and I'll use the word tribe, which of course is not about diversity. Um, a tribe is very much by definition, um, a collective that is sharing a common culture, a common perception, a common uh, tone of voice, a common style. And so typically as tribes, we dress the same. We often think in very similar ways. We share the same values and ideals. And in lots of ways, we try and interact with the world and as the world um, in very common ways. Now, of course, diversity um, doesn't necessarily fly in the face of that, but what it does is it challenges those norms. It challenges what it is like to be part of a, um, a common collective. Now, these um, groups obviously can be large or small. So you can be in the majority or you can be a minority. Um, I've been, for what it's worth, um, very much part of a majority, a white middle-class male living in the UK um, all of my life. Um, I'm heterosexual. And of course, this puts me in a very kind of norm group, a very, very standard sort of group. Um, and we are the majority. Is that good? Is that bad? It's just what it is. And, and I guess, you know, reflecting on that as part of the conversation that I had with Connor. Um, and if you haven't listened to the podcast, if you go to Neil Wilkins podcast on Google or any search engine, um, you'll find the podcast and you will be able to listen to it uh, and, and form your own judgments, form your own opinions. And hopefully it might sort of stretch and evolve your thinking. I would hope so anyway. At least it'll give you something to think about in that regard. 
And the way that um, the conversation kind of transpired was that um, Connor and I kind of got to a collective kind of midpoint where we felt that both as marketers, but that as individuals who live in very different communities um, and very much having different kind of interests and ways that we are sort of portraying ourselves in the world is that that in itself is diverse. You know, just the fact that we are different, we were celebrating and we were saying, okay, as a certain perspective that we can come from. Um, and I sort of would always say, well, I am an introvert and I'm actually very proud of being an introvert. And it's almost that that gives me my sort of um, place, if you like, in society. Um, yes, white, middle-class male, and all of the things that that entails. But also being an introvert puts me into a little bit of a subset, which I would celebrate and would say that that gives a huge amount of value um, to me and the way that I have um, sort of positioned what I offer to the world and to the communities um, and groups that I um, integrate with and am part of. Um, it gives me a slightly different perspective. And of course, that in itself is diverse that is a different perspective. So I was very much celebrating that with Connor and just sort of recognizing the fact that actually the more we think about it, most of us actually are diverse. We've got a, a unique set of profile features, if you like, that create who we are. So even though we might dress very similarly to other people, we might say things in the same sort of way, we might live in the same kind of places, we might do similar kind of things, we might have common interests and the like, we're still unique in terms of you know our life experience. And of course, the older we get, the more experience, knowledge, wisdom even that we get, the more we can kind of view the world in a slightly different way to everybody else, which of course makes us again diverse. So that to me is quite an interesting perspective. And so what happened then was we started to talk then about how can we actually then embrace diversity as a culture? And how can we actually look at diversity as something that is um, to be celebrated and something that is actually quite important in terms of broadening our perspective on the world. So rather than just assuming that everybody is like us, assuming that everybody takes the same sort of um, perspective that we do, actually saying, you know, actually I'm going to for once step into the other person's shoes. And so we started to broach the subject of proper listening, I mean, true listening, and um, the phrase listening without prejudice kind of comes into play here. And what, what a wonderful thing to do, what a wonderful thing to aspire to. But of course, none of us really truly do, even though we might claim to be very open-minded, very non-judgmental, we all do as human beings form judgments. We all form opinions, even the most open-minded people, and I would class myself in one of those groups, I try wherever I can not to form judgments, but I do, we all do. It is the nature of being human. There is a fundamental need for forming judgments. We have to stereotype as human beings. If we weren't able to draw on past experience and then bring it to bear in the present moment, we'd have to be learning everything from scratch at every moment in time. And of course, we have neither the bandwidth all the time or capacity to do that so as human beings we have to generalize we have to stereotype we have to see somebody and put them into a category otherwise we're going to be relearning everything about them from scratch 
So it's a natural human tendency. It's kind of how we're programmed. It's one of the features that makes us human. So it isn't something necessarily to be shying away from, the fact that you stereotype, the fact that you draw into your thinking in the present moment, all your experiences that's brought you to here today in this present time. There is a need to stereotype because what we need to do is, with best endeavours, take our blueprints that we've formed over the years, over the decades, over time, and actually put those into play right here, right now. So I can see that behind me are trees. I kind of know what a tree is. I know what it stands for. I know what it does. I know how it can protect me from the sunshine on a hot summer's day. So I know lots of things about it, and that's a blueprint. The same as if somebody's walking past behind me in the park here, and if they see or hear me, they're going to be forming an opinion. Why is that person talking into this computer sat in the middle of the park? So they will form a judgment as to who I am. Now, as human beings, we weren't, most of us, born yesterday. So therefore, a lot of the judgments and stereotyping that we do is going to be pretty accurate. And so there is this fundamental need to understand our world around us based on these pre-prototypes, these templates, these frameworks, these almost recalls and memories of things that have happened similarly to what we're experiencing today in the past. And so how can we embrace that when it comes to actually meeting people and forming judgments of people? Well, to me, and again, this came out from this particular uh, podcast recording that, uh, that we enjoyed together, was the fact that it's actually going beyond just seeing somebody, forming an opinion, and of course, all the research says we do that within moments of meeting somebody new. It's actually going beyond just that moment and actually going beyond just listening to them trying where we can to keep an open mind as we inevitably form those judgments, as we inevitably have opinions over this person, whether I like them, don't like them, whether I'm going to get on with them, not get on with them, you know, all of those things that as human beings, and this is what we do, this is how we interact with others in the world, going beyond that listening to a true understanding. For me, this is about living with diversity, really properly going beyond listening, not just encountering a situation or a scenario or a person and saying to yourself, okay, I kind of understand this person, I kind of get what they're bringing to this situation and I form my judgment, I form my opinion, right, now I'm on to the next moment in time, but to actually really truly attempt to take their perspective. So really listening in terms of an understanding of where they're coming from. Now, both Connor and I in this particular podcast, I think we're starting to do that. We were starting to explore the understanding of another's perspective. So in the same industry, doing very, very similar things, you know, different actual work sectors, but the roles that we perform, the things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis, quite familiar, quite similar, but actually going beyond how our different perspectives change the shape and the colour and the style of what we do. And so for me, this whole idea of going beyond listening, and even as a good listener, and I would count myself in uh, probably a better listener than I am a speaker, I'm very patient when it comes to engaging with people, I will give them the time to share and reflect and to uh, sort of play back what they need to to me, it's just a natural way, it's in my DNA, if you like. But what I need to be better at, what I need to really reflect upon, is that if I can go beyond the listening to a true understanding 
then I start to grow as a human being. And this is a hard thing to do. You know, very few of us actually make the time and give the energy to truly, truly understanding others. You know, lots of people say, oh, yes, you know, I get on with people. I'm a great people person. You know, I really understand them. But actually, if they were to put their hand on their heart and truly admit to it, they might actually say and feel, well, I could do better. I could actually properly listen rather than just pay lip service to my listening. I could actually... I could actually go beyond the process of actually just, you know, listening and having that sort of audio or visual um, sort of input to myself and actually really try to empathize, really try to step into that other person's shoes. And even if you are an empath and you take on a lot of other people's energy, are you really truly understanding without judgment where they're coming from? And this is a really important difference because actually, Listening without prejudice is one thing, and that's good, and we can practice that. All of us can do better than this. I mean, there's no doubt about that at all. But actually then truly having listened, really begin to understand where the other person is coming from, really see the world through their eyes, really kind of feel the energy coming through them. This is the difference between proper listening and true understanding. And so for me, this all builds this whole idea of compassion, you know, compassionate human to human understanding. Because if we're truly going to be living in diverse communities, um, and a lot of communities feel that they are kind of moving away from this kind of social norm, and if we're truly able to engage across races, across cultures, across communities, across societies, across religions even, then we do need to really start to embrace this whole idea of compassionate human to human understanding. We know that stereotyping is going to still be there in the mix. We know that we are not going to be able to listen without judging. But if we can judge without prejudice, in other words, don't start to replay negative or challenging or unhelpful stories back to the scenario, but just listen. Just start to understand human perspective. Where is this other human coming from? What would be helpful to this other human? What is something from this other human that I can learn, I can embrace and I can actually enjoy? Are there parts of this other human that I could actually begin to explore and think, you know, if I could really learn that, if I could upskill in that area, if I could practice that from this other human, would I then grow as a person? The chances are, if you were to answer all those questions honestly, the chances are the answer would be, yes, you would, you would grow. So for me, compassionate human to human understanding is that next step on from just purely listening, just listening to a diverse community or a diverse person or somebody who is outside of your traditional stereotypes of what is normal. And if we can do this, and this is a huge ask for all of us, and I'm included in this, I'm far from saying I'm perfect at this. And I know if you're listening or watching this right now, you'll be thinking, that's all very well, but I've got a busy life. I've got lots of different people I need to engage with, and I've got to look after myself as well. So for me, all of this, if we're really truly looking to embrace this and see whether we can integrate this into our healthy, mindful living on a day to day basis, it all starts for me with empathy and gratitude. 
empathy, taking that perspective of the other person and really trying to feel what it's like to be them opening up the energy flow so that you don't just make those judgments and guess, but that you actually feel empathically and intuitively. This is where intuition comes into play as well. What is actually like being that person? Because to me, this is about living with diversity, diverse others. And if you're diverse yourself, actually thinking about, okay, I am different and I'm going to celebrate that I'm different. And I'm not going to educate others i'm not going to inform others i'm just going to be open and i'm going to be honest and i'm going to be authentic to myself and to others to allow them to be empathic with me to allow them to be grateful that they're having a conversation with me or that they've experienced me or that they've even met me and vice versa so i think that if we can live with empathy and gratitude just being grateful and embracing diversity and just being curious about it so that we can grow this kind of intuitive feeling that we have when we meet somebody different and we look at them and we sense them and we think hmm, this could be somebody i could learn from this is the whole essence of growing as a mindfully living human being and then we start to open up opportunities opportunities for breaking down those barriers for you know the resistance that we often feel as cultures and communities when another culture kind of doesn't seem like they're as good as us or as helpful as us or they just feel like they're on the other side of the wall these are things that are really not helpful to anybody in any society race religion or culture we need to be opening up these communication channels opening up these energy flows so for me listening without prejudice that moves us beyond just listening to understanding taking that understanding at a compassionate human to human level and seeing others as diverse exciting interesting curious different people to us allows us then to show and demonstrate empathy feel empathy and be really grateful that we've had those encounters and to me this is all at the heart, one of those key platforms, one of those key pillars that underpins mindful living. I mean, I find this just such an exciting journey. And this was one of the reasons why I just wanted to reflect on that podcast, which, as I said earlier, if you haven't seen it, search in Google for Neil Wilkins podcast and you'll see Living with Diversity and Diversity in Marketing, the two podcasts that you'll be able to enjoy again because they just open up the channel of conversation on this topic. Um, it's far from being over. I'm not giving the answer here. I'm just musing on the subject. Um, it's going to be part of my journey going forward because I just find it fascinating. Human to human, compassionate, understanding, gratitude and listening. These are all elements and they can almost come across as slightly cliched if you take them at face value, but start to think a little more deeply about what these words actually mean. And I'm sure that together, all of us can start to open up channels of discussion and curiosity and exploration that would otherwise, if we were all the same, would be impossible. So for me, this is part of the kind of um, building of wisdom journey that I like to think that I'm on, um, way, way, way from the end destination. And in fact, actually, what is the end destination of this? There probably isn't one. And that in lots of ways doesn't really matter. This is all about learning and journeying every single day. So compassionate, human to human understanding. That's the little mantra I'm going to leave you with today.
and hopefully you found this uh, amusing around the whole topic of living with diversity. A little bit interesting. If you'd like to know more, if you'd like to find out more, if you'd like to ask me some questions, if you'd like to give your side of the story, this is just my musing. So what do you think? Come along to mindfulnea.com. That's mindful, N-E-Y-A.com and engage with us. Subscribe to our newsletters, join us, come along to the next little event um, that we have online here. Uh, we'll be using Zoom for a lot of the communication that we do going forward. So it'd be lovely to hear from you. Thank you so much for coming along to this webinar. It's a short little impromptu 30 minute webinar here today. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it and uh, I look forward to welcoming you onto another one again very, very soon.